Shalom. We are being recorded, Rabotai. Welcome to the, today's edition of the Dafyomi class. Carl, I would like to point out that we still could use your services in finding sponsors for our Dafyomi class. So if you have uh, a spare minute or two to make a few phone calls for uh, see if we can get a get things rolling, but please let us know. Okay, Carl. Uh, Belina, that will try, yes. Okay, um, that, now that that's being recorded, I'd like to point out that today's Daf Yomi class is for Ashalema, for all those who might need it for Ashalema. Um, anyone who'd like to sponsor today's class or any future class, please see the one and only Carl Pindek, also known as Uncle Carl Pindek. <laughs> um, everyone, please see him. Uh, please don't bust down the phones just this once. Okay. Um, we're on the Chav Gimel Amur Beit towards the bottom. Amar Rava. Um, it is by the two dots. Last four line is Amar. Says the Gemara. Amar Rava. The Rahim Rabbanan, one who loves rabbis, have Rabbanin Rabbanan. You will have children being rabbis. If you love rabbis, your children will be rabbis. The Mokir Rabbanan. If you respect rabbis, you will have some laws being rabbis. If you have proper fear of rabbis, then you yourself can become a rabbi. So, so far what we're saying is as follows. We're saying, number one, if you like rabbis, your kids will be sons of rabbis. If you respect rabbis, your son-in-laws will be rabbis. And if you fear rabbis, you yourself become a rabbi. If you don't learn Torah, you fear the rabbis, but you don't learn Torah, so how are you going to become a rabbi if you don't learn Torah? Instead, people will listen to you like they listen to rabbis. So if you fear rabbis, you have a choice. Either you could start off your meaning, you'll become a rabbi yourself, or you can just not learn, and people will feel like they listen to rabbis. Either you'll be uh, the infectious disease specialist, and everyone's going to ask you when the coronavirus is over, or you'll be some other guy who knows something about the stock market, and people will want to hear what you have to say. Okay. Now we are in uh, on the second line before the Y lines. The Mishnah had said that one may not light with burnt oil. Burnt oil is not usable for Shabbat candles. What's burnt oil? Says the Gemara. My Shemin Serifa. What is the Shemin Serifa? Like we explained before, this is tiruma oil that became tameh. And when you when you have tiruma oil that becomes tameh, you're not allowed to eat it. You have to burn it, and that's what it is that you can't light Shabbat candles with. Says the Gemara, "Am I kadilu shemen Why is it called shemen since it's waiting to be burnt. So therefore, we call it the burnt oil because it's waiting to be burnt. It's not actually burnt. It looks like regular oil. If, I, if you're looking at it, you can't really tell the difference between shemen sedefa and regular shemen. It looks like olive oil, except that since it has to be burnt, we call it shemen sedefa. 
Why on Shabbat can you not use it for, for Shabbat candles? After all, since it needs to be burnt anyway, what do you lose by lighting Shabbat candles with the Shemit Sedefah stuff? What's wrong? Says the Gemara, this is different than regular oil. Regular oil, when it starts flickering, you're not going to care. But this oil, since it's your job to make sure it gets fully burnt up, when you see it flickering at the end, you're going to end up taking your oil thing and tilting it a bit to make sure that it all gets used up. Because it's your job to use it up, and we're afraid you'll end up tilting it on Shabbat. And on Shabbat, you're not allowed to tilt it because you're causing Havara. So that's the problem. Are we clear about that? Yes. Okay. Very good. Where's Sam? Great. Okay. I know just Albert and Benjamin, I didn't see any hands up, but we'll, we'll accept your, uh, your, your silence as if you understand. Oh, I'm I can't help use Albert. I cannot use the button. Sorry, you can't use the phone. Okay, we're going to let you get away with this, Benjamin. Don't worry. Says the Gemara. If what you're saying is true, that the only reason why you can't use it on Shabbat is because we're afraid you're going to tilt it, then be Yom Tov the street. So we should be able to light Yom Tov candles with Shimon Why does the next Mishnah say? You can't use Shemit Sinevah on Yom Tov. Yom Tov should be okay. Because on Yom Tov, Carl, there is no problem with going like this on Yom Tov. You could actually put more oil in on Yom Tov. So why would it be a sur on Yom Tov if the whole reason is we're afraid Shema Yateh, maybe you'll tilt. Tilting on Yom Tov is okay. Is everyone with me? Mm-hmm. No, this is Really, Yom Tov would be okay. The reason why the rabbis do not allow Yom Tov is that we made a gezera on Yom Tov atu Shabbat. We'd like to welcome Mr. Marciano. Welcome to our class. And then here the problem is Yom Tov atu Shabbat, which means really would be okay on Yom Tov. But if we let you do it on Yom Tov, you might do it on Shabbat. And on Shabbat, we're afraid you'll tilt, the that's the problem. You with me, Harry? Yeah, but I don't understand the correlation. You're going to, because you're going to do it on Yom Tov, so you're going to do it on Shabbat? Like, why? Well, we, I mean, why? We, in other words, we're worried like this. Is it we're worried like this. We what's the confusion? I don't understand what's the confusion. Like, what, get, why, why? Yeah, what's the Gezera for? The Gezerah is that since if we let you use this oil that's that's Tameh on Yom Tov, you they might use it on Shabbat. Shabbat. And if you use it on Shabbat, because you might say, well, I did it on Yom Tov, what's the difference? Yom Tov candles looks like Shabbat candles. And therefore, okay. if we let you do it on, on Yom Tov, you might do it on Shabbat. When you do it on Shabbat, we're afraid you'll tilt. Okay. 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 Rav Chista doesn't like this. Rav Chista has his own reason why you can't use Shemit Sinifah on Shabbat. Not because of tilting at all. Rav Chista Amar, L'Shem HaYateh Lo Chayshinan. We are actually not worried about Shem HaYateh. And therefore, he says, we're not worried you're going to tilt it. Just because the Shemit Sinifah, we're not worried you're going to tilt it. And therefore, he says, 
then you could actually use it on Shabbat. Go ahead, you should use it on Shabbat. Because we're not worried until Tiltut. The reason why we don't let, we're talking about a Yom Tov that falls out on Erev Shabbat. We don't let you get rid of of uh, anything pasul on Yom Tov. Therefore, they don't want you to get rid of In other words, like this. Let's say you have a korban, and the korban became pasul. Okay? Ha'acha is it needs to be burnt. Now, on Yom Tov, you're allowed to cook things on Yom Tov. But you're not allowed to cook, you're not allowed to burn something that you have to get rid of on Yom Tov. Now, they're just supposed to rabbis let you cook, Harry. And that means that if Mrs. Pindik wants to make mechshi, she's allowed to make the mechshi. But if there is a korban that got ruined and you want to burn it because you have to get rid of it, you're not allowed to do that on Yom Tov. Okay? So the rabbis say, if we let you get rid of this Shemin Serefa, by lighting it in your candles, you can say, oh, look, I got rid of some stuff I had to get rid of. Oh, I have this meat from the korban that got time in. Let me burn this too. And that you know how to do. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the rabbis don't let you burn it on Yom Tov because it looks like you're getting rid of something that you have to get rid of and you might get rid of a korban that you know how to do. So it's mutar on Shabbat. And if, so it's a, if, if you have a Friday that falls down on any of Yom Tov, it's Asur. If you have a regular Friday, it's okay. The only Friday when it's Asur is when it's a Friday, it's also any of Yom Tov. That's the problem. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's Friday that falls out on Yom Tov. Okay? Are we clear so far? Yeah. So according to this rabbi, Yom Chis, there's nothing to do with Shema Yateh. Shema Yateh is fine. And on a regular Friday, it's fine. It's only Asur on a... On a Friday, yep. it's also Yom Tov. Says, well, oh yeah? If the next Mishnah on the Chavdalim, which is today's Daf, says that you can't do it on Yom Tov, it sounds like the first one is not on Yom Tov. So, so how could you tell me that it's Mutar on a regular Friday to use Shem and Senefa? Look on page Chavdalim and Amur Bet. And it says, That means that one's Yom Tov, and this one's regular Yom Shabbat. Sounds like it's both a Amar of Chanina Misura. Mechlad the Reshel Abi Yom Tov Askinan. Amar of Chanina Misura. Chanina Misura says, Matam Kama. The Mishnah is telling you the reason why you can't do Shem and Sedefa. Matam Yom Tov, Shem and Sedefa Yom Tov. The reason why you can't do it is because of That's why you don't do it. But really, it's mutar. We have a brighter that follows of chesta as well. Okay. Call elu shamnu. All these things that the rabbis say and madikim shabbat, madikim yom tov. You could use them in yom tov. So you see the reason is the actual reason. Sam, if you want to know where we are, we're now on the top of Chaf Dalid Amud Aleph, on the top, by the two dots. Is that clear, Sam? Awesome. We love you, Sam. 
Ibai Rabbi. Yes, Albert. Sorry, real quick question. So, um, so right now, according to the opinion we're reading right now, he says Shemin Sedefa is okay, right? On Shabbat. On a regular Shabbat, Shemin Sedefa is okay, according to Akasta. It's only on a, on a Friday that coincides with Yom Tov. Okay, fine. Thank you. Are we clear, everyone? Harry, you with us? Okay, says the Gemara, Ibayalahu. Ibayalahu is an attack question or a what-if question? Who knows? It's not a thumbs up. What is Ibayalahu? A attack question or a what-if question? A what-if. What if? Thank you, guys. Ibayalahu, here's the what-if question. Thank you. Mahula skir shal mazon. Should you mention Allah Nisim in Birkat Amazon? Do we say, on the one hand, since it's only Midrabanan, Loma Kirinan, don't mention it. Or you do say, since we want to publicize the miracle of Hanukkah, we should mention it. This rabbi says, no, do not mention Al-Nisim in Birkat Mazon. The Imbala Askir, but if you do want to mention Al-Nisim, Maskir Bohoda, mention it in Nodelecha. Okay? Rav Huna Bar, why in Hoda? Birkat Aleph, says Rashi. Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, Rabba. This rabbi came to Rabbi's house. Savar he thought, you know what? I'll mention it in Borneo Yerushalayim, like you do Ritzeh. Right by Ritzeh, he said, I'll throw in Al-Nisim. Amalur of Shashat. Kitvila, of Shashat, don't know, it's like Amida. Ma'ativila, just like the Amida, you mention it in Hoda in the Bracha of Thanks, which means that you always mention Al-Nisim in Modim. Aprikat Mazon, Bohoda. So to do in Brikat Mazon, you'll have to do it by Modim. Which the modim of Birkat Mazon is Nodelecha. Nodeh and modim come from the same Shronish. Are we clear? Yep. And therefore, it sounds like the Gemara's ending. You don't need to mention it. But if you do want to mention Al Anisim, it must be done in. It must Nodelecha. be done in, in Nodelecha. Now, we hold nowadays that you, the Minhag is to say it, even though the Gemara comes out. Seemingly that you don't have to say it, but Al Minhag Shabbat says you do have to say it. That's the custom nowadays. Ibayalahu, we got another Ibayalahu question. Maula Kirosh Chodesh Birkat Amazon. Can you mention Rosh Chodesh in Birkat Amazon? Which means that uh, in Birkat Amazon, should you say Yalev Yavo or not? Maybe you'll say, well, Hanukkah, we said you don't have to mention Al-Nisim. That's because Hanukkah is only Midrabanan. But Rosh Chodesh, which is not Midrabanan, Rosh Chodesh Deoraita, you would have to say, you have to mention it, you have to mention it. Or the Amakem and the Law Asur Basiat Melechal, or maybe you'll say that since Rosh Chodesh, you're allowed to go to work. Therefore, we don't mention in Yamida anything that you have to go when you're allowed to go to work. Rav Amar Maskir, Rav says you should mention it. 
Take what Rav said in your hand, which means follow Rav and say that you should say because if Oshi agrees with Rav, and if Oshi agrees with Rav, you know that you want to stick with Rav. How do you know if Oshi agrees with Rav? Because if Oshi says, if you have a day which has a Korban Musaf, and if you didn't say it on any of these days, you go back. You don't say Kiddush on those days. And you also mention uh, what about days that there is no Kuban Musaf? Like you have a Bahab, let's say they have a fast day. Vitaniyot, or other fast days. Umamadot, or the Ma'amadot days. Sheni v'chamishi maya v'tayu. What does it mean, the Monday and Thursday? Ela sheni v'hei v'bet, shaltaniyot, umamadot, alvit v'shakrit, v'ncha, and all these prayers, mitmalel shmona aseh, you mention ikim v'nachot, ve'omen me'ena me'ura v'shomer tefillah. And you mention anenu in shomer tefillah. V'yem lo aman, if you forgot to say anenu in your amidah in any of these prayers, and machsinoto, you do not go back. And if you have Birkat Amazon now, on a fast day, you don't have Birkat Amazon. What are they talking about when they're talking about fast days? They're talking about if you have a, when you have Birkat Amazon, when the fast day is over, you do not mention anything about Anenu in your Birkat Amazon. Okay. So, so far, we have a clear listing that you should mention. You should mention Yalev Yavo in your uh, Amida and Yibakat Mazon. We're now at the Ibayalahu. Is everyone with me so far? Says the Gemara. Ibayalahu, another one of question. Should we mention Yalev Yavo when you pray Musaf on Rosh Chodesh? This is talking about you have Musaf on Hanukkah. There are two times you could have Mustaf on Hanukkah. Who knows when you could have Mustaf on Hanukkah? Shabbat and Rosh Chodesh. Shabbat is one, Rosh Chodesh is two. Ralph is up and awake. Kudos to Ralph being up and awake. Yes. On Shabbat, we have Mustaf. That is correct. On what? Shabbat or Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh could have Mustaf even if it's not Shabbat. Now, when we have those things, should we say Yalev Yavo in a Musaf Amidah, or should we not? That's the question. Are you with us, Carl? Mm-hmm. So do we say, Since the day alone doesn't have Musaf on its own, so then don't mention Yalev Yavo. Because the reason why you're saying Musaf is only because of Shabbat, not because of Hanukkah. So why mention Hanukkah in Yamidah? Or do we say, no, this is a day that's Chayav in four tefillot. And since it's Chayav to mention four tefillot, 
the four tefilot are shachrit, albit shachrit musaf mincha. Since it has four tefilot, therefore it should have four alani seams. However, you understand the question that we're asking here. Question is, musaf does it get alani seam or not? Musaf on Rosh no, 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 because it doesn't have its own. That's coming up, Benjamin. Good for you. That's coming up. The Gemara is going to bring that as a proof in a minute. Okay? So, says the Gemara, the two rabbis are both saying, Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda are both saying, no Al-Anisim in Yemusaf. Rav Nachman, Rav Yehuda, Yochanan, Damrit, Rav Yomaskir. Both these rabbis are saying, you do mention it. Amar Rav Yosef, Had Rav Huna, Rav Yehuda, this time Rav Huna, Rav Yehuda said not to say it, the Ravu. It really comes from Rav. Don't think it's these rabbis. The source was Rav. The Amar of Gidel Amarav, Rosh Chodesh Shechal Yot Peshavat. If Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbat, Hamaftir Benavi B'Shabbat Elot Zichmas Kishas Rosh Chodesh. So talking about when you have Rosh Chodesh on Shabbat, okay? Rosh Chodesh on Shabbat. So you say Haftarah, and then you say Shabbat Mekadesh Yisrael Shabbat. Or you don't mention Rosh Kodesh. That's the question. Okay? In the Shabbat because if it wasn't Shabbat, you wouldn't be saying Haftarah. And therefore, just like over there, Rav said that since if you would, it wouldn't be Shabbat, you wouldn't be saying Navi, therefore you don't mention Rosh Chodesh there. So too, when it comes to Yalev Yavor, sorry, when it comes to Al-Hanisim in Musaf of Hanukkah, since if it wasn't Shabbat, you wouldn't be saying Al-Nisim, you leave out Al-Nisim too. Does anyone follow that logic? One more time. We're comparing the haf- the Beracha on the Haftarah of Shabbat Rosh Chodesh with Al-Nisim of Musaf. And we're saying, just like when it co- Rav said, that when it comes to Shabbat of Rosh Chodesh, we don't mention Rosh Chodesh in your Berachah of Mafir because we say, hey, the only reason why we're saying this is because of Shabbat, not because of Rosh Chodesh. So too, that same Rav, if it came to this question, I'm going to mute everyone. So too, that same Rav, if it came to this question of, should we say al in Musaf, he'll say, well, if it if it wasn't uh, if it wasn't um, Hanukkah, you still would be saying Alisim, and therefore forget it. Don't mention Alisim and Musaf. That's what we're saying. Does anyone? Uh, I got Albert Cohen. I got a thumbs up. Thanks for the first one. 
Anyone else? Should I do it one more time? Carl? Oh, I got Benjamin. I got Dan. Carl, you want it one more time? Oh, I got a clap from Harry. Nice. Okay, Carl, you ready for one more time? Is that a yes? Yes. Okay, good. One more time for Carl. Again, we're making comparison, Carl, between the guy who gets the maftir on Shabbat, okay, it's Shabbat Rosh Chodesh, and that guy leaves out the Rosh Chodesh. And the reason why he leaves out the Rosh Chodesh is we tell listen, even if it wasn't Rosh Chodesh, has nothing to do with this. You, you're saying maftir only because of Shabbat. Rosh Chodesh, you don't say maftir. So therefore, leave out Rosh Chodesh. And we're assuming that same rabbi who says that would agree here too, that when it comes to Al-Anisim and Musaf, since, since Hanukkah doesn't get you a Musaf, Musaf only came because of Shabbat, therefore also leave out Al-Anisim and that too. That's the theory that we're saying right now. You with me, Carl? Good. So the Gemara is going to reject that comparison now. Says the Gemara, Hold on. I lost my place. Hold on. I need help over here. Let me to find the right spot. Shabbat in. Who's that? Sam. Sam, where are we? I think Shabbat in Navi. Right. My name is, oh, me, dummy. That's good. That's good. Thank you very much. We're seven, seven lines to the bottom. Me, dummy, can you compare these two things? You can't compare them. Why? Over there, the reason why they said leave out Rosh Chodesh by the Navi is because there is never a Navi in Rosh Chodesh. But over here, we do have Yalev Yavo by Shachrit Mincha, so therefore Musaf, you can't compare. Rather compare it to this. The Amarav Achdubi, Amarav Matna, Amarav. Yom Tov Shechal Yot Peshabbat. If you have Yom Tov and Shabbat on the same day, Hamavtir Benavim Mincha. If you have Mavtir in Navi by Mincha. Now, you guys should be yelling and screaming because we don't usually have a maftir. The only time we'll ever do this job is Yom Kippur. Correct. We never, ever do this. So this is a very, very funny Gemara. And Rashi and Toswood are scrambling to figure out whoever does maftir by Navi by, by Mincha. Is it on Yom Tov and Shabbat? Nobody does that we know. It, it might be an old custom that fell away. I don't know what's going on exactly. It's a whole back and forth thing about whatever. But let's assume that there was such a custom. Okay. But Yom Kippur, Rabbi, if Yom Kippur falls on Shabbat, don't, don't we read Yom, the Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur is not a Yom Tov, bro. Well, of course it is. Isn't it a Yom Tov? It, it, it's a Yom Tov per se, but we don't we don't call it a Yom Tov, no. It's like called a... Yom Kippur, it's stone day. For example, you should know the number of aliyot you get. For example, the minimum number of aliyot, the Chovat HaYom on a Shabbat is seven. The Chovat HaYom on a Yom Tov is five. The Chovat Hayom on Yom Kippur is six. 
Got it. You understand? So Got therefore, it. Yom Kippur is not a good day to use over here. They're not talking about Kippur. They're talking about somebody who had a custom, these guys had a custom, that they would do Maftir and Avi. So anyway, because it wasn't Shabbat, you wouldn't have Navi by Mincha Yom Tov. That's a hard proof because we don't have that case anyway. So it says the Gemara. We're now on the top of Chav Dalaramotet. The Halakha does not follow any of these laws. The Halakha follows the Bishur Levi, which is Yom Kippurim Shechal Yom Shabbat. If Yom Kippur falls out on Shabbat, when you say Ni'ilah, you have to mention Shabbat in your Ni'ilah, even though Ni'ilah is, a, is a, a, a prayer that only comes on Kippur. So why should I have to mention Shabbat in it? After all, it's only a Kippur praying. Yes, this Kippur is falling out on Shabbat, but why should I in my Ni'ilah mention Shabbat if, if Ni'ilah is coming only because of Kippur? Why? Since it's a day that's chayav in four tefillot, therefore you have to throw this in two. Some rabbis say the word should say it's a day that is chayav in five tefillot. Machlokin had to read that. So make up your mind. What's the halacha? Is it like this or is it like that? Amarta, you said that you mentioned Shabbat at Neila just now. We hold the halachas like Rava, Dabar Rava. Yom Tov Shechal Yom B'Shabbat. Shliyat Zibor Yerut Bnei Tevav Arbit. If Yom Tov falls on Shabbat, when the Chazan says Arbit, Eino Tzorich Vazkir Shel Yom Tov. He doesn't have to mention Yom Tov. Shil Malei Shabbat and Shliyat Zibor Yerut Arbit for Yom Tov. Let's say it's Yom Tov and Shabbat. And we always say Me'en Sheva. The Chazan says Me'en Sheva. Anyone know what Me'en Sheva is? Friday night, we say the Chazan Mikey says Me'en Sheva and Avinyan. Oh, Carl's not usually there Friday night. Me'en Sheva is when the Chazan says, Me'en Sheva is when the Chazan says like a little mini Chazara Friday night. So when the Chazan says that mini thing, he doesn't mention Yom Tov in it. Why not? Because you're only saying it because of Shabbat. And yet the other one says not like that. Hachi, Hashim, how can you prepare? So the Gemara is differentiating and saying, no. When, why don't we mention when Yom Tov comes out on, on, on Friday night, why don't we mention Yom Tov? Because really, we don't even have to mention Shabbat either on Friday night. The only reason why we do that extra long Friday night thing is because the rabbis are worried that if Carl comes to shul and Carl has these long amidas, we're afraid that since there's no chazara on Friday night, everyone will finish praying. They'll leave Uncle Carl in the shul by himself, and he'll have to walk home alone. Chas v'shalom. And you walk home alone, you leave the tamid haham to walk home alone, and chas v'shalom mazikim can start up with him. So in order to keep Uncle Carl safe, so no mazikim start up with him, the rabbis instituted this extra thing on Friday night. But we don't have to mention yom tov because. Even Shabbat, we, did, we only did it to protect Uncle Carl. So don't compare that 
to Ni'ilah, where on Ni'ilah, of course, you have to mention uh, Shabbat, because over there, it's actually Chiyuv to Bilah Ni'ilah. Whereas this Friday night thing, ah, that's just to protect Uncle Carl. Don't compare that. Are we good, guys? Awesome. Okay, we're almost by the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, you now let a light um, Shabbat candles with the tail of an animal. The tail of an animal, I haven't seen it because I'm not a butcher, but it seems like the tail of an animal has a lot of fat in it. And therefore, in theory, you could use that fat to light Shabbat candles, but you're not allowed because it's against the rules of the Mishnah. Says the the now, in order to understand this question, let's go back to the Mishnah for a second. Okay? The Mishnah had said, the first Mishnah of Emelikim. Sorry, guys. Uh, it says, let's use Mivushal. And the rabbis say, whether it's Mimushal or not Mimushal, you can't write with it. Now, one of the rabbis saying different. The rabbis are saying the same as Tanakamah. Tanakamah did not let Chelev. Right? Nachum is letting Mimushal Chelev. Nachum Adi. And then the rabbis are saying, whether Mimushal or not Mimushal. But that's also Tanakamah also said it. No Chelev. And he didn't say any difference. What's the Tanakamah in him? This is where Ikebenau the Rabruna Amarav. The difference is Rabruna. If you remember Rabruna beforehand, Rabruna was the rabbi who said that all these things that are asur, they're only asur if they're pure, which means it's only asur to light Shabbat candles with chelev if it's pure chelev. But if you mix a little bit of olive oil in, then it's okay. You got that, guys? So one of these rabbis either, either Tanakama or the Chachamim hold that Rebruna is right. And if you put a little olive oil, it's okay. Which one? We don't know which one. Below Misayimi, we're not sure which rabbi said that, but one of the rabbis is the one who says that it's okay if you put a little bit of olive oil mixed in, and the other rabbi disagrees. So they're not quite saying the exact same thing. Is everything clear over here, guys? Well, so rabbi, if, you have a, if you have a little bit of olive, you could mix up a little uh, olive oil and it's okay. That's what we say. Forget the Aliyah. We're talking about the Chelev here. If okay. you have Chelev Mivushal, Nachum is saying Chelev Mivushal is fine. Tanakama uh-huh. and the Hahamim are saying that Chelev Mivushal is, is not okay. One of them is saying it's never okay. And the other one's saying it's only okay if you mix a little oil in it. Which okay. one's saying which? We don't know. Thank you, Rabbi. Is that clear? Yes, sir. Awesome. We're up to the next Mishnah. Let's see what's going on, boys. Says the Mishnah. And this all should be very clear to everyone from the Friday night prayer. Unless you don't go Friday to Ovet or not. And Madikim, you know, I don't think Dash can even say this. And Madikim, Mishemen Serefa, Yom Tov. You now let a light with Shemen Serefa on Yom Tov. We had this already. Okay? Yom Tov, you can't use Shemin uh, Sinefa. Does anyone know what Shemin Sinefa is? 
This is a oil trick question, guys. Be, what? It's the oil for Tedema that has to be burned. Oh, Albert Cohen coming through in the clutch and unmuting himself fast enough to answer the question ahead of Ralph. Nice. Okay. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. Rabbi Ishmael, he, he beat you to the he beat you to the quick, uh, Ralph. He got you. He, he did, he definitely. You're losing it in your old age. Okay. Rabbi Ishmael, Omer, and Madikim Itran. You can't use Itran, which is the leftover kerosene, even though it lights very well. Because it's not respect for Shabbat to use it. Now, the reason why it's not respect for Shabbat to use this Itran is because it has a bad smell. So what? It lights nicely. But if you, since it's not respect for Shabbat to put a bad smell at the Shabbat table, and then all your food is it smells, you know, think it tastes like kerosene, right? We don't want Nashi tasting like kerosene. And therefore, even though it lights nicely, we don't like it. Harry, Nashi is a stuff. It's you, you know, there's stuffed squash. You know, like, okay, but he knows. He knows my mushroom, don't worry about it. Relax. Okay? So, Hahamim Omrim, but the rabbis say, Hahamim Matinim, Bechol Shimanim. The rabbis allow all oils, Bishim and Shum Shimin, whether it's sesame oil, Shimon Egozim, whether it's nut oil, Shimon Sinonit, or it comes out of radish oil, shemen degim, if it's fish oil, shemen pakuot, pakuot is a squash of the, the desert, Itran with Itran, which is what we just said, ubneft, and kerosene. Rabbi Talfon Omer, en madikin ele b'shemen zayit bilvad. Going to Rabbi Talfon, only shemen zayit alone, nothing else. Okay, we are going to stop right over here at the Gemara, right here. Anyone, any questions? So far, so good. Good night, everyone. Everyone stay safe. Thank Don't you, Allah. The coronavirus spike. Talk to you later. Please, if you could pray for my um, brother-in-law still in the uh, ICU. Still in the ICU, Yaakov? Yes. What's his name again? Yaakov Ben Yafa. Yaakov Ben Yafa, if washed him out. Okay, boys. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Robert.